Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up, ladies? That's right. It's Glenn James here. I'm a man, but I'm not your plan. But today... (laughs) (laughs) Now, I've got... With me today, Amber. How are you, Amber? I'm well, Glenn. How are you? Good. Tell me a little bit about the book that you've just co-authored with Catherine, who was just on the last episode. Yes, Catherine and I are writing a book called Make Money Your Bitch, and it's aimed at women, and it's really about empowering women to take control of their finances. And we all know, right, money isn't good or bad. It just gives you options. Absolutely. So... If we have control of our money, we have so many more options. We can live the life we want to live. We can travel. We can work part-time. We can do whatever. It looks different for everybody, right? Yeah. It's funny you say that because I I tell people like a scenario, and I heard it. I stole this from somebody, but whatever. Sue me. There could be a million dollars on the table over there. Check for a million dollars. To some people, that's a game changer. To other people, oh, is that all? Like, or whatever the amount, if, if it's $10,000, it could be a game changer for somebody's life. So, you're right. Money is neither good nor bad. It just is. And you're about domineering. <laughs> <laughs> but not you're, in you're, the weird yeah, way. Yeah. You're about uh, making that money your bitch, basically. Yeah. Look, um, what we found with women, and you see this over the generations is that money used to be a man's domain and um, the man looked after the household finance and, the you know, there was a time when women were considered property or couldn't even own a bank account. Are you allowed to vote, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I can, but I, own, I do what my husband asked me to do. Oh, good girl. <laughs> no, I do good not. Good girl. Good girl. I do not. <laughs> we vote very differently. And so this book is about there's there's a gap in women's knowledge about money and there's there's an actual a gap in the way women go about earning money and there's a gender pay gap and that is a really complex thing um and I think it's to do with a lot of things. Firstly, women are often drawn to occupations that are lower paid. So the caring occupations, uh, childcare workers or nurses or secretaries, that kind of thing. They also, because women have children and in our society are usually the, the primary caregiver, they work part-time, they stop work for a period of years. And so that affects things like your super balance. In Australia, I think it's women on average have $90,000 less when they go to retirement than men. Mm. Um with the same occupation and on the same wage. And so women, we're really behind the eight ball and we really need to do all we can. It's also things like we're not very good at asking for pay rises. We're not very good at going for promotions. And so there's a whole raft of things that are set up that make it hard for women. I, this is funny because a while ago, and, and this is, I love discussing this stuff. I, would, I must say your opening kind of statement was probably a very pragmatic way because you said there's a range of issues and it's complex. And when I see pay gap 
face value, it doesn't exist when I see, you know, I've got clients that they're both radiographers at the hospital. They're both on a 90K package, right? So, in terms of the award, there's no pay gap. We add then the layers of complexity, which you talk about women are drawn to maybe roles that aren't primarily, I don't know, driven or commercial. Or I, I don't know. You said it probably better than me, but it is complex. So having said all that, we want to make sure young women do not need to rely on a man as their plan. Oh, look, absolutely. And I even had a friend of mine who I saw recently and she is going through a divorce and she's figuring out whether she can hang on to her house on a single income. And I met with her and we were talking about what she could do and what the future was like. And she said to me, well, you know, I'm back dating, so maybe I'll find a guy and he'll want to move in and help me with my mortgage and payments. all her problems. Exactly. And I might even find a guy myself. <laughs> And a man is is not a financial plan. A romantic re- relationship uh, is a wonderful and fantastic thing, but it shouldn't be your 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 financial future yeah. is based on and that. I, I think philosophically, I want to turn this up to eleven. We joke and say, "Man, he's not your plan." That's awesome. We've got a lot of same sex couples who listen to this podcast. It's almost like. One other person in your life should not solve all your problems. Yeah, that's right. So, in all seriousness, if you're young, if you're old, if you're middle-aged and you're single as a prangle and you're hanging around waiting for that other source of income, that other asset, that might not ever come. Yeah, and look, I think you put an additional amount of pressure on it if it does. If you're right, looking at somebody yeah. and you're thinking about them romantically and then you're thinking, and how much do you earn? And you're doing the calculations in your head. And you're thinking ching ching. Okay, <laughs> or, <laughs> or you could be the one earning the um the amazing paycheck and you don't want to go on a date with somebody and for them to you know for, to think, oh my gosh, they like me because I earn a six figure salary. Mm. Um so look I think it's certainly um, – it shouldn't be a consideration when we talk about things. And we say a man, but it's really whoever you want your romantic partner to be. Yeah. Um, we really need to step up and take responsibility for our own finances yeah. and get to a place where we're okay. Yeah. You might be listening to Amber right now and you think, oh, she's a switched-on money chick. Absolutely she is. You're not in finance at all. I am not. I am not a financial advisor at all. Awesome. Now <laughs> – I do want to single out young females, particularly in this instance. If there was a young female listening today who's single, and by young, I mean if you've got a heartbeat. So, any female listening that's single, what would you say to them in order to take action in controlling their own destiny? I mean, can you just solve all our problems in 20 seconds? Um, I will give it a go. <laughs> um, look, I think... Honestly, listening to a podcast like this, reading books, seeing a financial advisor, being really proactive in how you manage your money, setting your own financial goals and looking after yourself, I think is a really good way to do it. I think there's um, an apathy that comes with some people and and 
look, honestly, I know for me, I didn't get my finances in order for a while and it was based on a bit of fear and a bit of shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so pushing through that and being really proactive in setting up yourself for your own future. You've given me a real problem because every time you keep saying something, I want to ask another question, but we'll go there. Around the, the shame thing. So, for example, we all remember the first time we've had to go to the doctor and to ask them something that's awkward, okay? Like, oh, this or that. And they're like, drop your pants and get on the bed. And I'm like, <laughs> but, my, but my wrist is sore. Drop your pants, get on the bed. <laughs> I've had kids, so that kind of <laughs> yeah. that's so, passed for me. <laughs> so, for younger people, like, it can be intimidating, but that medical professional, they've seen it all, they've seen a lot worse, okay? Now, if you are on a good income and you're single and you just need to get started, like you said, get encouraged, get motivated. Is there a financial coach that you can, I don't know, see every six months, every year for accountability? Don't do this alone. Don't listen to your parents who are telling you to, I don't know, do something that's ridiculous and outdated, but get encouragement for somebody in your life who is further down the line who wants to champion you to succeed. Absolutely. And, you know, um, for me and I'm sure for everybody, this was a journey. And the first person that I went to talk to about finances wasn't actually a financial professional. It was somebody who was a bit older. (laughs) I didn't know you weren't licensed, (laughs) Catherine. (laughs) I said the first person. Um, It was a couple who were a bit older who were like my parents' friends who seemed really comfortable. And we went to them and said, um, we're thinking about doing this thing. What do you think? And they spoke to us and it took us a little while. And honestly, it was about that shame thing about I feel really embarrassed to go to a, a financial advisor and say, oh, my goodness, I have personal debt and I have a car loan and I have a credit card debt and I can't even remember what I spent on my credit card. But yeah. now I owe five thousand dollars. Um, those sorts of conversations, but it's like anything, right? If you ignore it, it doesn't get better. I it only just, gets worse. I thought sweeping things under the rug <laughs> is good. Um, so even, and you know, we talk about um, Catherine and I, there's no guarantee a plan will work, Yeah. but no plan will definitely not Absolutely. get to where you want to go. So we've mentioned Catherine a couple of times. Um, you've just written a book with her. Tell us a little bit about the book and the website and where to get it. Um, the book is aimed at um, women and it's about fearless finance for women. So, it's available to pre-order on our website and our website is moneymadams.com. Great. Jump on the website, grab the book. It's it's empowerment and it's a tool and it's a voice that you can listen to who wants you to succeed. Hey, Amber, thanks so much for coming on My Millennial Money Express today. Thanks for having me. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on get help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. 
Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter Proprietary Limited, trading as Sort Your Money Out, are authorized representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.